This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios. Millions of Americans finance the home of their dreams with their help. They can help you too. Rocket Mortgage, push button, get mortgage. I do have Horowitz, Graceffo, and McCarthy. That guy's an update legend already. And it feels like the college football season kicked off today. It really does. How about that Georgia ND primetime game on CBS television? That was big boy football. And both teams were well prepared. They were well coached. And they didn't outplay each other. And Georgia held on for a 23-17 win. Because you heard McCarthy talking about Jim Harbaugh, the Michigan head coach. So they're number 11 in the country. This guy with his lead assistants, offensive coordinator Josh Gaddis and Don Brown, the defensive coordinator, I think they pocket about $10 million a year combined, give or take. I might be off a few bucks. And Jim Harbaugh and his staff, and I know they have interchanged coordinators, and assistants, they haven't won squat into year five since Harbaugh's been at Michigan. And I was one of those guys doing my statewide show in Michigan in the afternoons where I did buy in because he has the resources at Michigan, he has the money, and he has the recruiting base coast to coast, and his recruiting classes all have been solid. But when you watch players and they don't develop and they don't get better, And they don't look prepared, as Harbaugh admitted to the world after they were embarrassed by the Badgers in Madison. Now, you had the entire offseason, and Michigan just had a bye week. And you are making almost $8 bucks a year. You, Jim Harbaugh, is the head coach of the University of Michigan, and you will say your team was not prepared, that they were outcoached, that they were outplayed? Great teams don't say that. They don't do it. Like I said, you can watch Auburn, Texas A&M. You can watch Clemson go to work tonight. LSU, you heard what? Six TDs for Burrow, their quarterback. You could look at Georgia Notre Dame. You could look at Ohio State. They have a first-year head coach, not waiting for year five or the infamous line in college football. That coach needs his full recruiting class all four years. No. And D took some hits with graduation. Look at Florida. They lost their quarterback. Look at Wisconsin. Taylor's a beast. He's going to be so good in the NFL. Oh, my Lord. He runs like Emmett Smith, but he has speed like, I'm trying to think, somebody who takes it to the high, you know, maybe Barkley, right? Kind of not quite the shifty moves of Saquon Barkley, but 
Man, maybe some more breakaway speed. Amazing. And well coached. Wisconsin was prepared. And they were well coached. And they played inspired football. You have to play inspired football to have a chance in a big game. And that was number 11 Michigan versus number 13 Wisconsin. And you look at Georgia and ND in that setting on CBS and Nestler and Danielson. And I'm not being a homer because I'm on CBS Sports Radio, but man, those two guys together. Nobody does better college football play-by-play and color commentary than those two. I wasn't sure about the sideline reporter, Susie Close Talk or something, but she was like standing. I, I know it's loud between the hedges there in Athens. But I'm like, hey, back off on the mic just a little. But that was a college football playoff feel to it. And I applaud Kirby Smart in Georgia and LSU when they went to Texas. And it's good to see some of these SEC schools play some big games. Auburn played Oregon earlier in the season. I think to start the season, they need to do that. Alabama needs to do that. They do. They need to play a big boy game early in the year. Enough with that schedule. And I know Clemson has to play their ACC schedule. But do you hear other coaches who are, what's hard about, top three or top four in money? Saying we're not we're out prepared, out coached, out played. You just had a bye week. You're not ravaged by injuries. Yeah, you have a question mark at quarterback in Shea Patterson. You have a new play caller in Josh Gaddis, who was an assistant with Saban at Alabama. He has a great track record, Penn State to Alabama. I've been around the block and all my stops doing a talk show from Oklahoma City to Tulsa to Austin, Texas, college hotbeds, to the state of Michigan, between Michigan and Michigan State. And I've seen Rich Rod and Brady Hoke at Michigan, the end of the Lloyd Carr era. I watched Brian Kelly at CMU, started at Grand Valley State. I've seen great coaches develop. I know what they have. And Brian Kelly adjusted because at ND it wasn't going the right way. He, he, and he adjusted, and he stepped back, and he not he not as red faced, and he let somebody take over most of the play calling. Now Harbaugh, we thought, did adjust this year, year five, a favorable schedule outside of road trips to Wisconsin and Penn State. They get ND, Michigan State, and Ohio State at home. Urban Meyer is off to Fox TV, soon to be a resident in Southern California. And Jim Harbaugh, after a whole summer, so you admitted you prepared for the Army option attack. You you didn't prepare for Taylor or Wisconsin all summer long, fall camp at least? You and your coaches? You and your quarterback? You and your defensive coordinator? You get a bye week? So now you can focus nothing but Wisconsin and all your game planning. What you witnessed today from Stephen A. Smith, from Jake Long, Charles Woodson, former players, I'm telling you, once the former players start piling on, you're a head coach, you had better write that ship right now. I don't care what your name is. I don't care what your pay grade is. When there's a mutiny on or off campus, including former players, You had better win now or you're done. Plain and simple. 
or you're done. And what I'm watching right now in college football is the top-heavy varsity portion versus what looks like some JV teams because I'm going to tell you, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Oklahoma, Ohio State, ND, even in the loss tonight in Athens, Auburn, very impressive against Texas A&M. Florida, like I said, losing the QB. Wisconsin, Texas with the only loss to LSU. There are some really good teams. And I'm talking strong, big boy squads. Some solid football teams out there. And Michigan thought they were one of them. At number 11 going into that game at Camp Randall against Wisconsin. And Harbaugh's five years in. And if it's not getting better, because Ryan Day just... He brought in a transfer quarterback. He's he's not a he's a first what three game head coach, replacing a Ohio State legend in Urban Meyer. There's no excuses. So you're Jim Harbaugh. You face a schedule now where six and six may be in play, and most are thinking ten and two is going to be your low side. And that you had to win the Big Ten East. No, Urban Meyer. Ohio State has a new quarterback, and yeah, he's a former five-star in Justin Fields who left Georgia, and you see why. I just love Fromm. The guy's going to be like Drew Brees in the NFL. He's a leader. He's a gamer. He's a big play guy, and he makes tight throws. And Trevor Lawrence, I mean, how long can Miami tank? That guy's amazing. And he uses no conditioner with that hair. That's what I read at trevorlawrence.com. So we're going to try and figure out something we do during the football season each and every Saturday night. The CBS eyeball test, either games you've been to, games you've watched on TV, highlights top four teams in college football at this hour. This is one of the tougher groups to try and pick your top four. So you can join us at 1-855-212-4CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. Also, the most overrated college coach today. Who's not earning their money? I, I think that's easy. I really do. It's hardball. I don't, I'm not even going to ask that question. I'm just going to stick with the four best teams. There, there's no coach underachieving like Harbaugh has. His guys aren't getting better. You you do the CBS eyeball test on watching Auburn or ND or Ohio State or LSU today, Georgia, Alabama, Clemson, and then you watch Michigan, and with all those great recruits from all across the country, they're not getting better. That's coaching, folks. They're not prepared. That's coaching. You see some of those holes? Yeah, I'll give Wisconsin credit. Badgers always have a great offensive line. Some of those holes at 58 years of age, I could have rushed for 122 yards today if I was wearing a Badgers uniform. There are already catcalls in Michigan. Uh, Mike Leach should leave Washington State. Look what he's doing with quarterbacks. Take over Michigan. Also get into that 
cheap shot where I think a player should be suspended for the rest of the year from that Wisconsin secondary. I'll deliver a huge opinion on that. Yeah, Michigan fans already throwing out names like Mike Leach. What was the other one? Oh, Chris Peterson from Washington. Is it Norvell, the Memphis head coach, another name already? You're five years in. You're making the kind of dough he is. I don't care if you're a Michigan man. What happened today in that first half, including really into late third quarter, was the most embarrassing college football from a big boy I've ever seen. Have the kids quit on Shea Patterson, who was brutal? I don't know. Have they quit on the coaches? Are they just in the wrong spots? Because they can't look that slow and that bad when you're at that level, when you were number 11 going into that game. You just can't. Because I'm, I, I watched a ton of college football today around my son's soccer game. And Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, LSU, Ohio State, ND, Auburn, Florida, they all look very prepared. Texas, Wisconsin, Oregon against Stanford. They look prepared. So join in 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-2124-227. I'll tell you what, if I'm an AD and my head coach said, and I'm paying the dude with his defensive coordinator, Don Brown, his offensive coordinator, Josh Gaddis, I'm paying them a combined $10 million, and they have the audacity to tell me after one of the worst halves of football in the history of the sport to tell me that they weren't prepared, that they, they were outcoached and outplayed, it would be tough for me not to can their rears right then and there. Join in with 855-2124-CBS at Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. Huge is America's voice on sports. This is the Saturday Night Huge Show on CBS Sports Radio. CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line, 1-855-212-4227, is brought to you by GEICO. Great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to GEICO. Go to GEICO.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance at GEICO.com. Horowitz, Graceffo, and McCarthy. He's like gargling right now, getting that voice ready for another update here in about seven minutes. It was funny talking to Horowitz, who's a Giants fan. Graceffo back in New York City is a Jets fan. And Jones now is replacing Eli as a quarterback, at least for the time being, probably permanently with the Giants. And he has to work his other job tomorrow. And he's debating whether he's going to DVR the game, not turn off everything, not talk to anybody. And I'm telling him that never works. It never does. Somehow, some way, somebody will talk to you about that game you have on the DVR. Unless you live like with the Alaskan bush people and you're out in the middle of nowhere, you will find out what's going on in that game. With everything we have today, Horowitz, do not DVR it. Watch it on your phone. 
I know it's not the same. I know you want to go home and have the three and a half hours, and it's you and Mr. Jones in the debut. It's not happening with the DVR. Somebody will tell you. I'm debating then turning my phone off, although in the nature of business that I work in, that's kind of just not a good idea. I could just lie to everyone and be like, ah, you know, my phone died. Um, But you're right. More than likely I'm going to find out from somebody. But the prospect of watching Danny Dimes dropping dimes on my little, you know, six-inch iPhone 8 uh, isn't isn't that appealing. Mm. And what about his new wide receiver, Pete Penny? Yeah, last time I, I checked, I, I was walking into the, the CBS Sports Radio headquarters here yesterday, and I think I saw somebody from the Giants' front office scouting some of the homeless guys around Hudson Street to come play wide receiver. Mraz could be in the lineup against the Buccaneers. Don't rule that out. Honestly, he could. DA's producer. By the way, he had a great tweet when Antonio Brown was cut. And I love Moraz, produces uh, the DA show, fills in, does a show on the weekends here on CBS Sports Radio. He's awesome. He said, hey, uh, the Patriots are going to win by 45 someday. <laughs> or their next game with Antonio Brown, and they're still going to win by 45 in their next game without Antonio Brown. I may be paraphrasing a little. I love that. Hey, look, Antonio Brown... If he never sends out those texts where he's combative with the accusers, he still is playing. He still is going to be a part of New England. And the NFL, they want New England to be there. Tom Brady in the playoffs in the Super Bowl is good for the NFL. It is. Antonio Brown, you know, lightning rod. NFL is fantastic at diversions. But if he never... And again, it's text, and it goes even back to the civil suit filing when there's some DMs from Twitter or text or Facebook Messenger, whatever it is. And the same thing with this artist that accused him. And everybody's innocent until proven guilty to a point. I think now in the court of public opinion with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, everything out there, 9,000 channels, you're guilty until you prove yourself innocent. And I'm not taking Brown's side. There's something deeper here, and I've been telling you this going back to August, if you listen to the Saturday Night Healed show, that watching hard knocks inside the Oakland Raiders training camp, the helmet, the frozen feet, the way he talked, the way he would just disappear from practice, there's something deeper with Antonio Brown. And I don't know what it is. And I wish him the best to get it right. Because if he clears up, you know, the Sports Illustrated article about flatulence in the face of the Pennsylvania doctor. Uh, come on. Uh, NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell is ready to uh, announce a new addition to the exempt list. Uh, you know, thank you. Um, Antonio Brown will not be able to play until further notice because of laughing while flatulating. Thank you. When did uh, Roger Goodell sound like Bill Curtis? So I I look at the two stories, the trainer and the artist where he was partially naked or sexually 
aggressive with that woman. Those are the two things that he needs to clear up. The other stuff, uh, you know, oh, he didn't pay somebody, uh, you know, five years ago. Come on. You know, the, the, the sexual misconduct, the allegations there need to be taken care of. He'll be playing next year, I, and it will be at a discount rate. But if he would get this taken care of quickly and there's nothing there, and as Graceffo said, you know, N- NDAs, non-disclosure agreements, and there's nothing there, nothing out there in terms of sexual misconduct, how could a team not pick him up? Because if the NFL, if they needed to go investigate and they weren't going to put him on the exempt list that quick based on what all of us saw up until the – you know, and then the report I saw that what the Atlantic, New York Post, I think reprinted it, that Robert Kraft, that when they saw the text from, would that be Thursday, I think Wednesday or Thursday, to the artist in pictures of her children and just, come on. And we've all had psycho moments on Twitter, but all of us haven't been accused of sexual misconduct. Those are the two lightning rod areas that... Not that he needs to take care of or I'm putting football first, but that needs to be sorted out, whether it's legally or whether they they go away because there's no substance to them. I don't know. That needs to be taken care of. Because my first thought was when he got released and he got that word on Friday afternoon, I'm like, okay, what team would take a chance right now on him? Well, Cowboys are playing good football. Originally, when he got re- re- released by the Raiders, I said, Cowboys... Patriots, they don't need, they don't need the drama. Seahawks, I saw the story at CBSSports.com. They don't want the drama. Who's going to take them now? When the Patriots don't want you, I don't know where he goes. So that will be our sidebar question. I do need your top four teams, something we do each and every Saturday night during the football season. CBS eyeball test, top four teams to you, your personal choice in order in college football. And do you think Antonio Brown will ever play again? And if so, with what team? one 855 cbs That's one 855 At Saturday Huge on Twitter and Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. It's the Saturday Night Huge Show. Once again, here's Huge Bill Simonson. We are back live across North America, something we do each and every Saturday night. We're all about huge opinions. Horowitz, Graceffo, and McCarthy are back at CBS Sports Radio New York City. Huge questions of the night. Our CBS eyeball test. Huge day in college football. A lot of storylines. Great games. Top-heavy sport once again. So your top four teams at this hour. In college football, based on games you've been to, watched on TV, highlights, you tell me. 1-855-2124-CBS. That's 1-855-212-4227. At Saturday Huge on Twitter. Saturday Night Huge Show on Facebook. If and when Antonio Brown catches a football again in an NFL game, what would be the most likely destination Think about that. That's our sidebar question. We'll get to your opinions all across North America. I want to thank some listeners who have 
stuck around for a little bit. Gary in Ohio, appreciate the wait. And you're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Hey, hi, Bill. How you doing, Gary? Good. I'm the one that called you a few weeks ago and told that Michigan was going to get better, but well, Bill was right. These guys are not getting better. They're getting worse. Harbaugh and his staff, I, I think between the coordinators and Harbaugh, it's almost $10 million a year this yeah. year that they're getting paid, and they drop the worst half of football, I think, in Michigan history. And there's a common theme with Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. And the common theme, Ohio State last year to end the season, that infamous Penn State night game a few years back, he has not delivered in a big game for Michigan as their head coach, and he's in the year five right now. For instance, look at Frost from um, Nebraska. He's only the second year, and he's got them rolling. He's averaging 42 points a game. Yeah, they don't have a lot of defense there in Nebraska. I don't know if I'd say rolling, but making progress. Yeah. I mean, look at Ryan yeah. Day. He's a first-year head coach with a transfer yeah. quarterback, and look at Ohio State. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, Bill, that that last game of the year in the big house, they're going to beat us by 40 points. We're going to get killed. I guess I, I hate to say that. And where's the other Michigan fans like me that, that should have the guts enough to call you? I mean, they well, don't want to. Charles well, Woodson. I know. Charles Woodson Charles called Woodson. him out. Uh, Jake Long called him out. Steve Hutchinson called him out. Uh, Stephen A. Smith. I mean, that guy left his NBA beat, and he was ripping Michigan about how pathetic they were in the first half today. They weren't, you know, and for a head coach, when and you have a bye week, and it's not 10 games in where you're you're mentally and physically beat down, and you had an entire offseason. You knew when your first big game was. You had Middle Tennessee State, Army, and then you were going to Madison, Camp Randall, one of the better college environments in football. And you're, you're going to say after the game that they out-prepared, out-played, and out-coached you? That alone would be grounds for firing if I was the athletic yes. director. Yes. And I'm very, very, very upset with um as a Michigan fan. And I think the Lums Bull Schembeck would be rolling his grave right now if he saw the way they played. Yeah, but it's not just Bo and thank you so much, Gary, for the call from Ohio. And you can join in one eight five five two one two four CBS. That's one eight five five two one two four two two seven. It's really the comparison of looking at Harbaugh five years in. And you look at Kirby Smart. At Georgia, how prepared, passion, play tonight. Incredible game down to the final play, give or take, when it was fourth and nine for ND, and how prepared Brian Kelly. And Brian Kelly went through his ups and downs. And he stabilized that. And you, you, you're watching Clemson today or Auburn or Alabama or Ohio State or LSU, and they look like, Borderline NFL teams, you can see the talent difference. You can see the schemes by the coaches and the coordinators. You can see it. You and me aren't coaches. A lot of us never played D1 football, but we're fans. You can sit there and watch Wisconsin, and they were prepared. Now, because you're prepared and because you play hard, you always don't win in Notre Dame 
is a perfect example tonight in Athens. And again, another one of the tougher destinations to play in college football between the hatches. So you can't win them all. I know that sounds like a cliche, and it is a cliche. But if you're prepared and you play with passion and you're well coached, then you can take a game down to the final throw to try and get you inside the Georgia 20. And it was obvious before Jim Harbaugh had to tell us after the game, press conference, anybody watching that on Fox could see that Michigan was being outcoached, outplayed, and they were outprepared. That was simple. And that's been a common theme for Jim Harbaugh in every big game. Maybe maybe the Ohio State game when they blew it, you had the questionable uh, spot from a couple years ago. But I'm talking the trend. And, that, and that's what sports is all about. What have you done for me lately? How are you playing? And I look at the way they were annihilated by Ohio State when they had supposedly the best defense in America, one of the best defensive units right there with probably what Clemson, Alabama, Michigan State. So they're beat by 23 there, by 21 today, and it wasn't that close in Madison. They were hammered in their bowl game. You see this common theme, and it's about out-coached, out-played. You have heard players, Haskins said it, the Ohio State quarterback, we could, we knew what they were doing. Offense, defense, you, you've heard it, both sides of the football. Players publicly say that. Lord knows what they're saying privately. And I'm telling you, as we ask you our question, the top four teams in college football, that I can look and tell you that the Alabamas, the Clemsons, the LSUs, the Georgias, Notre Dame, Michigan State, their defense is one of the best defensive units in the country. Their offense has been all over the place, but they they were prepared in 131-10. And by the way, ND's defense, Michigan State's defense, that Ohio State team all come to Ann Arbor. Michigan still has to play Iowa, who's undefeated and ranked. They have to go to Indiana, which is not an easy place to play, and they still have to go to Penn State. So here's a team, preseason top 10, picked to win the Big Ten East, no Urban Meyer, and Jim Harbaugh might be looking at 6-6, six and six, while him and his top two coordinators rake in $10 million. Now, a lot of you wishing for the end of Jim Harbaugh in Ann Arbor, slow up, wait a minute, put a little groove in it. I was reading a story. His buyout may be upwards of $15 million. $15 million. So the only way you get a buyout if this season is an utter stink fest and it continues with what you watch today in beautiful Madison, Wisconsin, it will take a donor who will cut that check to send Jim Harbaugh pack. And now I assume you're going to get the circle the wagons. I, you know, I've been through this in you know, Oklahoma City, Tulsa, Austin, big college towns. You'll get the vote of confidence. Still a lot of football left to be played. I mean, Michigan wasn't a favorite today. They were, what, a three-point underdog? So Michigan still controls their destiny. If they would win out, 
they would win the Big Ten East and possibly get a rematch with Wisconsin. So I doubt there's going to be any movement that Jim Harbaugh would be removed from Michigan at this time. I will say, with your three rivals at home, with over 100,000 people who pay big money for game day experiences in Ann Arbor, Michigan, if they would lose to Notre Dame, you watch that defense tonight, better defense than Wisconsin has. Michigan State's defense, top five defense in America. Offense, again, roller coaster up and down. In Ohio State, with what Fields is doing right now, counting for 19 touchdowns, I think Fields and Hurts, two transfers, are nothing against Lawrence or Tua, but they're probably, Fields might be your leader right now if he wins big games. You know, come down to what these Heisman hopefuls do with the best teams on their schedules. But if Michigan would lose to all three rivals at home, I believe Michigan would have to make a change during the offseason. They'd have to. But, benefit of the doubt, they were an underdog today. A lot of people did not expect them to win, including my Michigan insider on our statewide afternoon show in Michigan. So Michigan's schedule is still in front of them. But when your coach is saying we were out-coached, out-prepared, and out-played, and you had a bye week, you had a bye week. You had a bye week, and you were out-coached, out-performed, and out-played. That's scary, man. And and this isn't a has-been, broken-down coach making... 500 grand a year. This is a guy with Josh Gaddis as offensive coordinator and Don Brown as defensive coordinator combined, I think, give or take, close to $10 million a year. Let's go to Steve in Georgia. You're on the Saturday Night Huge Show. Hey, how you doing, Bill? Hey, Steven. Hey, man, I, I think they need to get rid of Harbaugh. His assistant coaches, the towel guy, the water guy, the equipment manager, and start over. They just did that four and a half years ago, almost five years ago. Yeah, and, and, but it's not getting any better. It, it's getting worse than me. It is. It's going the other way. Look at Ohio State and last year. Look at Wisconsin. Look at the big games. Mark them down. I talked about this all week on my statewide yeah. show in Michigan. I said, Hardball does not have a major road win, and even at home, you would question what would be his biggest victory in his first four years. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand where they get this. He's a coaching genius from. He hasn't proved anything. He yeah, I think it, when he went to the Super Bowl and the job that he did uh, with, you know, Colin yeah. Kaepernick, I think, you know, created that, that talk that he's a, a genius in everything he did, right? Exactly. Exactly. And now uh, the other thing is with Antonio Brown. Yes. Now, now you notice how Anto- when Antonio Brown left Pittsburgh and he left Oakland, he had something bad to say. Right. When he, when he when he left New England, he thanked them for the opportunity and told them to go win it all. And the reason I think he did is once the smoke clears, I think New England's going to bring him back. 
No, not based on, you know, his text. And I appreciate your call, Steve, in Georgia, that I think he was safe based on the accusations. I, I think he was safe until he started texting accusers. And that's according to what Atlantic New York Post story I read that that's where Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, just lost it and said, enough is enough. Let's go to Harry in Madison, Wisconsin. You're on the Saturday Night Healed Show. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, um, actually, I think Badger game today. And, I mean, if you look at the way Chris coached, I mean, uh, what were they on the 20 and they, they went for it on fourth down? They were three for three on fourth, fourth down plays. Taylor was out for almost a quarter and he still had over 200 yards. I don't, I mean, yeah, um, Michigan down, whatever, t- tough place to play. But I think the Badgers are the real deal. Are they top five material? No, but they're, they're knocking on the door, I think. Well, they're going to get the opportunity the rest of the way. And thanks for the call in Madison, Wisconsin, Harry. I think they're a top 10 team. And the most improved part of Badger football, Taylor's expected. Chris is a good coach. I called him Jesus Christ uh, based on what he was doing to Michigan earlier today. Their defense and the speed and flying to the ball. I will say, uh, and we'll talk about it next hour, that uh, the targeting hit, the second one, they had two safeties ejected. The second one, to me, warrants a long suspension. It does. Uh, the, the hit on the back of QB, Dylan McCaffrey, Brother of Christian McCaffrey, Ed McCaffrey's his dad, the former Bronco wide receiver. That that warrants a long suspension. It does. So we'll talk about that. I'll get to your huge opinions. Your top four teams in college football at this hour. And what team will Antonio Brown return to if he plays again? one 855 cbs And at Saturday Huge on Twitter. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.